I need to share with you some thoughts that are very heavy on my heart and on my mind. Over the past few days, we've been all experiencing uh, a whole lot of emotions. And really the past four years, culminating in the past several months and especially in the past few days, the fabric of our very society is being ripped apart with hate, division, bipartisanship, divisiveness, polarity, to the point that friends and relatives are no longer speaking to each other. We live in a time when people defriend those who share other opinions and Our circle of friends is becoming smaller and smaller to the point that our Facebook friends are limited to those who share the same views as us. And I want to share with you that it's shocking to me that a friend of mine on the left sees Donald Trump and the right as the epitome of evil in this world. Whereas a friend of mine on the right sees the Democratic Party as the embodiment of all evil as well. How could it be that 50% of our society, almost 50% down the middle, sees the exact same views, the same issues, the same people, and has completely different perspective on them? How can that be? How do we make sense in a world of such confusion? How do we figure out what's true and what's real? Many years ago, during the first uh, Trump campaign, I remember listening to the radio, and I used to listen, go back and forth between NPR, Fox 5, C-SPAN, I'd go from station to station on the radio to try to figure out what was going on. And it hit me one time that it's literally opposite perspectives. And I had an insight at that moment based on the teachings of Jewish mysticism and Kabbalah, which I've shared extensively, that the perspective of the left and the perspective of the right are actually completely different paradigms. Based on Kabbalah, And if you're interested in this topic, I recommend that you listen to my podcast, The Kabbalah of Politics, where I go into this more in depth, or watch the YouTube video on the topic, that there are different extremes in personality types. There is a liberal personality type and a conservative personality type, and they actually are spiritual energies. According to Kabbalah, there's an energy called chesed, which is kindness, which is motivated by giving, expansion, the greater good. And then there's an energy called Gevura, which means strength, which is motivated by individuality, borders, boundaries, justice, earning one's good. And these two paradigms in Kabbalah are at complete diametrical sides. And most relationships are made up of one or two of these Uh, energies interacting in different ways. It's the yin and yang of reality, according to Kabbalah. And the goal, according to Kabbalah, is to achieve balance. 
balance between these two opposite extremes. And I noticed that the conservative perspective fits perfectly in to the values of Gevura, which is focusing on the individual, on having to earn what you get, on boundaries, closing off the borders of society, um, and not giving anything away for free, and focusing on rights, uh, on justice, and individual uh, freedom. Whereas chesed fits perfectly into the liberal perspective, which is opening up borders and boundaries, giving away as much as possible in order to achieve equality in society, and focusing on the greater good, and breaking down social conventions. So how do we deal with this? How do we make sense? It turns out that according to thousands of psychological studies, we actually do not make decisions, especially in the realms of politics, rationally. And I'll explain what I mean. Psychologist of morality, Jonathan Haidt, a professor in NYU, concludes, very similar to the the insight that I had several years ago, that there are actually liberal personality types and conservative personality types. Now, most people base their politics on their upbringing and their community. Most people haven't even really thought about it for themselves. But those of us few who are consider ourselves free thinkers and actually have attempted to figure out for ourselves what is true are actually, for the most part, also not free thinkers. Because Jonathan Haidt concludes that they're actually emotional personality types and that most people break down into one or two political perspectives based on their personality. On top of that, I'm reading a fantastic book by Israeli psychologist Daniel Kahneman who will run the Nobel Prize for his research on how people make decisions. And he concluded that, in fact, we make 99% of our decisions based on our emotions. We have an intuitive, immediate emotional response, and then only afterwards do we rationally and logically justify our emotional decision. And a study, a 1975 Stanford University study, supports this position that statistics actually do not change people's perspectives. Most people have an emotional connection to something, and then they either ignore statistics that challenge their view, or they find statistics that support their view. The study shows in numerous occasions that they will show an opinion to uh, a conservative person that's actually really a conservative uh, piece of legislation, but they tell them that it's a liberal piece of legislation, and they completely reject it. Same thing with an Israeli and a Palestinian. They'll show an Israeli a policy that would actually benefit Israel, that was proposed by Israelis, but they tell them that it was proposed by Palestinians, and they reject it completely. Again, same thing with Palestinians and Israelis. We literally are completely biased. And Daniel Kahneman shows that our implicit biases actually make it impossible for us to make rational decisions most of the time. So if that's the case, that basically means that all news is fake news because we see the world through our eyes and our perception, which means everything we see is filtered through our own beliefs about reality. It's not that seeing is believing. In fact, believing is seeing. We are 
trapped in the subjective perception of reality, of our own minds, of our own hearts, and of our upbringing. So if that's the case, if society is going to forever be divided 50-50 with half the population seeing the world through the eyes of conservative values and half the world seeing the eyes through liberal values, so how are we supposed to fix society? The way the system is built is that it's constant battle between right and left. That every four to eight years, things switch and then society goes in another direction to another extreme. And all the progress made in one direction is now reversed by the other direction. How are we supposed to evolve as a society? How are we supposed to move ahead? How are we supposed to heal? So, number one, the first most important thing is to realize is that everyone in the world is basically making decisions based on their emotions. Which means that the people that disagree with you are no more intelligent or less intelligent than you are. So rule number one is recognize that everyone in the world is, at least for the most part, as well-meaning, as intellectual, as well-informed as you are. The problem is that we assume that anyone that disagrees with us is evil, stupid, or misinformed, or ignorant. The problem with that is that if we really think that's the case, then we are equally as ignorant and, uh, and bigoted as we think they are. So the Torah has a solution, which I believe is radical and I believe can heal society. If we are all doomed to our own bias, so how do we find truth? And the Torah tells us the following solution. Torah learning is always done in pairs. It's called Chavrusa learning. Chavrusa means a friend. The Torah approach to solving society's problems is to find a friend. And what is the Torah definition of a friend? The Torah definition of a friend is someone who shares the opposite views as you do. Find somebody who is committed and passionate to one perspective. If you're liberal, Find a conservative friend. If you're conservative, find a liberal friend and work through the issues together. The problem is that our egos get in the way of us seeing truth. When I started learning uh, Gemara, Talmud with a Chavrusa, when my, we would look over a passage, a piece of, of wisdom, of information, and we would try to interpret it. And inevitably, we always had different perspectives, different ways of interpreting and I remember when my, the first time that my Chavrusa called told me I was wrong, I literally wanted to punch him in the face. Because we're not used to thinking critically. We're used to wanting to be right. The problem is our desire to be right keeps us from truth. We have to get over our need to be right to recognize the importance of getting being really right, right with a capital R, which is an inclusive perspective. So the idea of Talmudic learning is to get over your ego to seek truth. Find a friend who disagrees with you. The Talmud tells an amazing story of one of the Talmudic rabbis by the name of Rabbi Yochanan. And Rabbi Yochanan had a chavrusa. He had a learning partner whose name was Reish Lachish. And Reish Lachish passed away and Rabbi Yochanan was unconsolable. He, he missed his partner, his study partner, his friend. And they eventually the rabbis got together and they got him a new study partner. And a few weeks later they asked him, how's it going? He said, terrible. They said, what's wrong? So whenever I say my opinion, my study partner finds 24 proofs for my, to support my opinion. 
He said, but when Reish Lachish was my study partner, whenever I would say my opinion, he would bring 24 proofs against me. That's a friend. A friend is someone who calls you out, who points out the flaws in your argument, who points out the inconsistencies, who helps you to live with integrity, who challenges you. That's a true friend. If we want to come to truth, we have to be willing to challenge ourselves, to let others challenge ourselves, to live in a society of open dialogue, of different perspectives. Joe Biden said that this political campaign is a battle for the soul of America. And I believe that is so true because the soul of America is at risk when we aren't able to live with others that are different. We need to open up our minds and we need to open up our venues of discussion. On social media, all you see is your opinion. And at best, when someone wants to argue, they just knock you down with a one-liner. But there's no room for debate. There's no room for dialogue. There's no room for nuance and seeing the depth behind other people's opinions. I truly believe that in order to heal, we need to work together. We need chesed and we need gevur. According to Kabbalah, the goal is something called teferis, harmony, balance, which is made up of strength and kindness. If we're going to heal, we need to bring together the liberals and the, and the conservatives and put them in a room and say, get along. Don't spend four years fighting each other. Spend four years trying to understand each other, trying to work together. And if we can truly do that in our own lives, to open up room for others, to open up room for others who disagree with us, for other perspectives, and to recognize the people that hold differently than you aren't evil. They're just different. And they also want to heal the world, and they also want to help, but according to mostly, of course there are some individuals who are hateful, but most people are motivated by desire for the greater good. And I, I want to bless us all that we can go and seek inside ourselves a place of unity and, and hope that together we can bring society back to a place of balance, to a place of beauty, harmony, and, and oneness. To recognize that we need all perspectives to see the greater picture. Because you yourself are always intrinsically biased and flawed. But together, with my perspective and your perspective, we can actually come to the truth, which is a combination of both of our views. I want to wish you all a beautiful Shabbos. And hopefully we can all achieve a greater degree of peace and move past the division that is dividing our country and begin to rebuild.